0: Everyone, welcome to the Glow Girl, Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell Lewis and thank you for joining. I hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope you are having a fabulous Tuesday. Hope your week is off to an excellent start. Today I am excited because I am going to be joined by an amazing young woman. Tori Ganal is co-founder of She Factor. She Factor is a live and digital platform that hosts events and offers tools and resources to young women to help them create a life that they love. And the really amazing thing about it is that she is co-founder of She Factor with her mother. So that is pretty awesome. So Tori is going to join me in just a few minutes to talk about her journey to She Factor how she started it, where she started in her career, um, what's next for She Factor, and how you all out there can take part in their events and how you can learn more about She Factor and creating a life that you can love. So stay tuned, I'll be right back with Tori. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I am Kyra and today I am joined by Tori Ganahl, who is a amazing. She's first of all, amazing and awesome. So I'm so glad to have her here. She is co-founder of the She Factor and she's also the host of the She Factor podcast. So welcome Tori to the Glow Up Girl podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and First of all, I just want to say thank you for creating the space and doing everything you're doing with Globe Girl. It's amazing what you're accomplishing.
0: Thank you, thank you. And and you know, as we've discussed before, I mean, we couldn't be more <laughs> like kindred, like <laughs> souls yes. and spirit. So um, everything you're doing is awesome and amazing, and I'm so glad to be able to put you in front of my audience um, to learn more about your background and journey, as well as all the great things you're doing with She Factor.
1: Thank you. And I've got to say, I'm loving the purple lipstick. I know people can't see it, but our color at She Factor is purple. I'm wearing a purple sweater at my whole wardrobe is purple. So I'm loving your She Factor vibes today.
0: Oh, yes. I love purple. Um, It's definitely uh, it's like my thing. You can't see all of my dress, but it's got purple in here. So I was like, yep, it's going to bring it out today. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. So why don't you tell the audience um, about you and your journey?
1: Oh gosh, it's been quite the journey. So first of all, just preface with I'm 25 years old. I graduated college three years ago, four years ago now. And in college, I was kind of like the go-to leadership junkie, personal growth person. So I was president of my sorority as a sophomore. I then um, went on to lead the whole FSL community as panel president. So when it came t- then I was also a double major. And when it came time to graduate, everyone was kind of turning to me to have it figured out, like, what's we going to do next? What's going to happen? And I was watching everyone around me have it all figured out, grad school and this job in that city. And I had absolutely no clue what I wanted to do. And spring break of my senior year, I did 45 informational interviews. It makes me cringe just even thinking about it. Wow. <laughs> yes. And Besides all that, I ended up still taking a job that I wasn't passionate about. I started a job in corporate IT recruiting sales, and if anyone knows me, they could have told me that that was the wrong job for me right off the bat. I mean, definitely not what I'm passionate about. But I was drawn to the community. I was drawn to the personal growth aspect. You know, moving up and making money. And I think every twenty-something is attracted to that right out of college. You know, making making money making a living, being able to afford rent in a new city. So fast forward a year and I found myself just completely miserable. I couldn't get myself out of bed in the morning, even though I had gotten promoted very quickly and moved my way up and had potential for leadership. I just wasn't happy. Like something was missing. And even fast forward a little bit further than that, everything in my life started to fall apart because I was so miserable. My finances, my relationships, my body, my weight, my mental health, like everything was just deteriorating. And so I went to my amazing mom who happens to be an entrepreneur as well. She started the country's largest pet care franchise, Camp Bow Wow. And she at the time was being approached to write a book and the book was supposed to be about her entrepreneurship journey. And she's like, you know, I'm sick and tired of writing that story, talking about it and ready to move on. And she was watching me go through everything I was going through as well as Being a regent, which is like the board of directors at University of Colorado, watching all of her students go through the same thing. And we really came together and we're like, you know what? Like, not only had she gone through this in her 20s, but so many of the women that I was surrounded with were going through the same experience. And we were like, why is there not resources or communities or just a space for women to go in their 20s? Like as a girl, you have Girl Scouts. As a College level person, you know, you have sororities or clubs or whatever you're interested in. And then your 20s, you're like thrown out into the new chapter of your life, the new world, and have nothing to hold on to, no one to miserate with. And it's just like you're flipped upside down. So She Factor was born and it started as a means to connect women in person. And we were starting what we called squads, which were like chapters all across the country, which are like monthly happy hours where women would come together and like skip the BS and just go straight to talking about your goals and your aspirations and your um, what you wanted to do with your life, who you were. And we created this methodology which helps you create a life you love. And a big part of that is not focusing just on your career, but focusing on what we call our nine different spheres, which are all areas of your life. I mean, they all start with F, I can ramble them off if you want, but full flame, favor, faith, future, finance, fashion, you know, you get the point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we really wanna help women create that holistic balance because as you can see in my life, like I was all in on my career and everything crumbled and fell apart. So, um, you know, after starting She starting Factor, living in my element, doing what I was passionate about, my whole life did a 180. I, Bought a house six months later i was doing the best i had been in my relationships i had lost 30 pounds i was healthy i was happy and it just goes to show when you're doing what you love your whole life turns around and i i and my mom and everyone in our team like all we want is for women to just figure that out as soon as possible so that they can live their best life as long as possible
0: Yes, I yeah, I actually really love that. I love what you just said, because I think a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to figure out or or chasing that thing that they think they're supposed to chase. Just like you said, I mean, we're all taught to, you know, uh, as women go to college, you know, get an internship, get a job. And, you know, married,
1: had kids, the whole <laughs> shebang, yeah, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and excel in your career. Whereas, you know, you, you know, I think where we definitely really align in those, those avenues is because, you know, obviously you're helping younger women, um, to come out of college and to pursue that. Or hey, even if you figure college isn't the thing for you you want to follow your passion and for me um this started as you know being you know older and being you know um further in my you know career and realizing those things too that you know if you have a purpose and you have a passion for that purpose that you have to find a way to follow it and giving women that space in order to do that to come together and talk about it because you know You can't talk about that stuff right inside of the walls of corporate America because you just look like, oh, well, she's not 100 percent, you know, fully committed to this. So we don't create a lane for you because we think you're going to do something else. Whereas, you know, progressive um, employment opportunities offer you that ability to just be authentically who you are.
1: It's really disappointing because even at my old company, you know, they had just started a women's initiative. They had this women's summit that they put on, but they only invited a select few to go. You couldn't participate in it unless you were invited. And that felt really exclusive and icky to me. And right. on top of that, it wasn't about living in your purpose. It wasn't about productivity. It wasn't even about being a woman in a very male-dominated workspace of mm-hmm. IT and sales and recruiting. It was about family benefits. It was about equal pay. It was about taking care of your family and starting a family because most of the people they hire in their young 20s. And then by the time they get into management, they're having families, which I get and I understand, but women aren't staying at jobs long enough to get to that point because they aren't feeling connected to the company, connected Mm -hmm. to the other women. And there's no mentorship, no no help yes. to realize their fullest potential. So that's yeah. kind of the other side of what we're trying to deal with of like yeah. the sooner you figure out who you are, what you're passionate about, the less you exactly. have to wait around for those opportunities to come. Exactly, because those are like you said a lot of times those opportunities don't
0: come. Those opportunities are, you know, um you hit these roadblocks, but um I think that, you know, I I, I like what you said there because it it boils down to really like the culture of a workplace. And if you're in an occult, like a lot of that feels just like lip service, you know, with, oh, you know, it's women's, you know, like with this month being, you know, Women's um, History Month, you know, and it's like, oh, well, let's put on a, a seminar, you know, or a webcast and have a speaker speak. But it's like, why not just host um, some discussions with women and really figure out, like, what can we do to make this a better workplace? what hey, hey you what are you actually aspiring to do um you know there's nothing um, wrong with supporting women if or, or people in general if they have a different um, if they have a different dream if right. they have a dream that isn't to work inside of your walls for the rest of their life um, they have a dream that isn't just to you know support your pockets and your business but really to take skills and learn in the environment in which they are in, and then be able to take that and flourish. I mean, not everybody wants to do that. So it's understandable. But, you know, for the 40 or so people, maybe in your 500 person office that want to do that, why don't you create that space for them? Um, I think, you know, employers, corporate America just hasn't quite figured that out yet. Like, at what point are you going to get that People are dreaming, and they have um, they aspire to be something other than just your employee. Sometimes,
1: and so much of our work, health, like being successful in your job and doing your best and showing up as your best, that goes beyond your career. Like that goes into your relationships at home, being able to have access to your family, being able to have hobbies on your side on the side, having. Um, you know, healthy finances and being connected to your faith and having style and, you know, a personal essence of who you are. And that's what they're missing. They're missing the everything is related to work instead of work is
0: everything. Oh my gosh. I mean, so I have this conversation all the time with people about like um, being a manager and hiring people. And whenever, you know, we would do interviews, I would always be the person that would ask in the interview. I always want to know what did people do outside of work? Like what 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 hobbies do you have? Like what do you do when you're not working? Because I, you know, and everybody is like, I don't care about what they do. Um, you know, I don't care what they do outside of work. I mean, as long as they can do the job. But I'm like, what people fail to realize is that, What drives people personally are the motivators that will drive them inside of your business. And if you just take, you know, five minutes to just maybe find out who they are as a person, I find that you get more um, value, you get better relationships, you get um, better people people want to work harder for people that they know that actually really care about making a connection. And it's, it's just like what you're trying to do. It's the community piece is missing. So there's no sense of community. Everybody thinks that they've built a community in a family, but it's really not there.
1: Well, and there's some crazy stats around this too, that we discovered when we first started building She Factor that Millennial Gen Z women are the least engaged women in the workforce. They only stayed a job for an average of 18 months as compared to five years of the country's national average. Mm. And the reason why is because they're missing that sense of belonging, because they don't have a connection to their team or the company's mission. Like, Millennials and Gen Zs care so deeply about that. They want to be connected to the work that they're doing and the people they're doing the work with, especially when we're spending so much extra time these days working. Um, And the thing that companies don't realize is that this is costing them millions, if not billions of dollars a year Mm -hmm. in training these employees up and then them leaving because they just don't have this connection. Like how easy would it be to implement a simple initiative to make employees feel more at home and connected rather than training one gone, train the next gone, train yeah, the next gone. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable to me that, that more companies aren't seeing that and seeing the value in that.
0: Yeah, I think it, yeah, I definitely think it's, um, they're just not seeing the value because I think that they, I think they know I think they know. People are telling them. They're hearing it in their surveys. Um, they're getting that feedback um, back, but they're just deciding to not do anything about it because people, <clears throat> you know, you've got this grouping of um, companies that are just stuck. You know, they're just not going to be progressive. They just don't care to be. Um, you go on you know and and instead of you know because one of the things i would always say i was like you know well instead of like just trying to put millennials down like why don't we embrace that um you know why don't we embrace them why don't we help them to you know get why don't we help them make the impact that they're looking to make and you know and a lot of times because i'm 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 generation x and um a lot of times you know people are like are you, you're, oh, you're in generation X. Because for me, like working somewhere, like I want to be connected to a culture that cares about people. I want to do work that has purpose. I want to work somewhere where I know that we're going to be able to leave the world a better place, you know, by what we're doing. So it is definitely a mindset, you know, it's definitely a mindset thing. And if you, are in a place that does not have those same values then you're definitely going to be miserable um, <laughs> and i like what you've done with the she factor um you know so some of your core values are community growth and purpose and so you know given everything that you've gone through in your life, your professional life um, especially why are those um
1: values so important to she factor what you do every day? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it boils down to really our methodology that we, that we created. And that methodology is really about first discovering who you are, like really what motivates you? What are your strengths? How can you live in a space where you're focusing more on your strengths and what's empowering you rather than trying to do stuff that you don't love or that you're not good at? Yes. So that's yeah. what we call your silhouette. That's an archetype test that we created. It's fun. You, there's seven different kinds of silhouettes that you can be. There's guardian, dreamer, queen, director, storyteller, conqueror, yes. explorer. So it just, it's easy to step into and really own. Like I am a guardian, or I am a queen. Yes. Like how yeah. cool is that to say and feel and embody? So it starts with figuring out who you are, and then really it moves into what are your priorities? What, where do you need to give love and attention? to your life, whether it be focusing on four different spheres every month, setting goals on those spheres, and then holding yourself accountable, which is what we call your factor score, giving yourself a score, being that accountability partner to yourself. And then beyond that, finding a team, an accountability team to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that, of course, it's surrounding yourself with like-minded, growth-oriented people who might not be in your accountability team, but who are going to cheer you on every step of the way. And... Walk this journey with you. So, if you look at this process, you know, starting with who you are and how you tick and what makes you be the person you are, like that's really about discovering your purpose. That's about figuring out what is deep, deeply important to you and what drives you. The next part of that, your priorities, is really about growth. Like, where in your life can you spend more time and energy? towards your goals, towards your dreams. Like how can you make that happen for you? And then the last part is community. I mean, She Factor would be nothing without community. It's so Mm -hmm. focused on how can we connect with each other, not on a topical level. Like if you want to do that, go to a women in business or women in this or women in that. But if you want to get real and you want to have long lasting friendships and relationships, you got to get right to the point and talk about your goals, talk about your dreams, walk this journey together and support each other. And it's been beautiful to see how that's evolved in our community, in the members and women that are a part of this and been a part of it since the beginning, like watching their lives transform by following this method. And just honestly, having women to back them through everything is inc- just incredible.
0: Yes. Yes. To all of those things. And I definitely am going to take that quiz because I love any type of assessment. I'm all over that. Um, Ooh, but I, love, I love um, I do. I, I love what you said, especially about, you know, embracing the strengths, because in a world that we live in where everyone is always trying to point out the negative or the things about oh well you could do this better or maybe you should try this and in living in a world like that you know um like what i love any type of assessment any personality any strength finders is like one of my favorites for like the workplace. Um, and I remember, um, I'll tell a quick, story, a quick story about, um, my workplace. Um, uh, so we, they have this personality assessment that it was based on these like four color blocks. And so it would basically say to you, oh yeah, um, you're either this type of person or, you know, you're like red. It means like, oh, you're, you're, you're like, be bold, be bright, you know, be brief. And it have like these like little um connotations of like who and people start to say, oh, well, this type of personality is going to do well versus this other type of personality. Basically, you know, it would start people, people would start fighting about that at work. There was I literally watched like somebody have a whole like argument about the assessment and they were like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, it doesn't mean this. And it have like these colors of like, oh, these people that are reds and blues, these people are going to do well. These are the people that are leaders. Well, and the people that were like yellow and greens, you know, yellows were like people that were extrovert. They were like sunshine, yellow people like to involve you. And the people that were green were more like ext- um, introverts. And they liked harmony. They did not like, you know, um, confrontation. Let's just get along and all that. So I remember that. And I just remember how it made a lot of people on our team feel, you know, that were the people that weren't the dominant colors. And so I was like, why don't we do strength finders? Like, let's do something that actually looks at celebrating who you are as people. It pulls out your top, we can do the one, you know, we can pull the top five strings. And when you put something like that in front of people, it really gives them the confidence to be able to, um, you know, embrace who they are. But I'll just never forget how it made other people feel. Like for me, I was like, oh, I am who I am. Like, I don't care. I, I'm different from you. And I know I'm different. You know, like, I know my personality is different. And that's the thing that makes, me special so i don't want to be like the rest of (laughs) y'all
1: yeah it's so important and that's what irked me about a lot of the archetype tests was Mm -hmm. that they do make you feel weird sometimes like Mm -hmm. they make you feel like you're supposed to be a certain way or that if you're not a certain way you're not going to be successful and that's what we are finding in you know disc and anagram um Mm -hmm. Strengths finders is definitely my top favorite outside of, of course, the silhouette test. But the problem is, is that when you don't allow people the permission to be truly who they are, Mm -hmm. they're never going to be successful because you're like fitting a square into a circle or a circle or yeah, square into a circle. Um, And you're asking people to different than they really are or focus on their weaknesses or better their weaknesses? Well, what if instead of trying to make them better at something they're not good at, you gave them the space to really step into their strengths Mm -hmm. and what motivates them and what they're passionate about? And the other reason why we did the silhouette quiz in the first place was this idea that a lot of the times you can't even remember what you get when you take these quizzes. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't remember what my... ENJ whatever my letters are or even uh-huh. strength finder like I, I have such a hard time remembering all five of my strengths mm-hmm. and yeah. it's been a long time since I've done it I used yeah. to know them like the back of my hand but yeah an anagram like even there there's like the two wing three or the different types. I know I'm
0: like, like I don't know I mean
1: it's I don't know. so complicated like why does it have to be so complicated let's simplify it let's make it fun let's yeah. literally just give women yeah Make it relatable. Yeah, make it relatable. Make it easy for them to step into their power. Exactly.
0: Nope, I'm right there with you. Um, So what value do you think um, would you say you are providing to women, especially women in their 20s?
1: Going back to those years of not knowing what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. there's literally nowhere to turn to. Now there's social media, but you have to find things on social media and it's not as easy as it sounds. There's women's groups out there, but most of them are focused on entrepreneurship or women in tech or women in that. Like I was saying, Mm -hmm. there wasn't anything that collectively talked about life and gave you the resources and the means and the connection to explore what these fears mean to you. And she factor is less about telling you how to live your life Mm -hmm. and more about discovering what life means to you. And so, sure, we'll talk about what finance means this month and how to balance your budget and how to pay off your debt. But at the end of the day, finance might be something completely different to you. It might be something completely off-kilter from what we're talking about. So really, we're just providing resources and a space for them to explore what this life means, what's important to them, who they are. And that's going to change and evolve too. And that's what I love about Factor is seeing women change and evolve with us as we grow. Mm-hmm. But I think really the real value is the community more than anything. I mean, yes, you can put resources in front of women all day long and they will eat it up and they will take the courses and they will, you know, come to the events and they will watch the videos. But If they aren't surrounded by women to cheer them on, to hold them accountable, to relate to, it's really nothing. I mean, that was the biggest thing I was struggling with was moving to a new city. I had no way to meet other women outside of my job. So all of the women within my job became my best friends. And it was like constantly surrounded by work and drama and talking about all of the intricacies of Went into that. And the second I stepped out of that, I didn't have anything to relate back to those girls anymore. We couldn't talk about work anymore. They didn't really care what I was doing and they didn't really care about me. And that was a really harsh reality that I had to deal with. And that's the value of having people in your corner and just using a woman in our community as an example. Like she, came to us back in March of last year to one of our virtual happy hours. She'd been coming to some of our events before that. And she was in a really deep, dark place. She had just attempted suicide. She had moved back in with her parents. She had no job. She had no money to her name. And she was just trying to figure out what this life was. Mm -hmm. Fast forward just a couple months and seeing the transformation that just came from being actively engaged with women who were had gone through what she'd been through or who could just cheer her up on a bad day she is moving to a new state by herself she's saved enough money to do that she is competing in american ninja warrior she just started a podcast and she is just a completely different human from when i met her back in march and all of that literally just came from having that community
0: yeah that's awesome it's a great story
1: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so beautiful watching these transformations happen right in front of your eyes, and that's my favorite part of my job. Awesome.
0: Well, why don't you tell us about your events and anything that you have coming up, and and just anything you want to to tell the audience about um, She Factor, the offering.
1: Yeah, of course. So actually, right now is a really fun time for us. We're kind of re. Crafting our offer and what value that we can bring to women. So, we're in this process of asking women, what do you really need right now? Because, in this digital space that we're in, you know, I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. I think we're probably going to be in this for a while. And even if we do go back, there's going to be a lot of people that don't go back to work or regular life. So, what do you need to feel successful, to feel connected? And I think that's changing so quickly. So, I'm going to say, take everything I say with a grain of salt right now, it might change with the times we pivot really quickly, but the core of where we see the most success and where we see the most engagement and, um, just growth and excitement is our events. And so we do three monthly events. Those are focused around one of our spheres every month. So last month we talked about future this month, we're talking about finance, um, The next one we do, which will be in two months because we have something exciting, which I'll get to in a second, will be folks, so friends, family, um, colleagues, et cetera. So every month we really dive into one of those spheres. We usually have one or two speakers speak at our events. They're super holistic. We have giveaways. Um, Just a fun, happy hour night. Very light feeling, lighthearted, um, holistic and very engaging like the chat box is always blowing up it's amazing so those are free so i encourage anyone who's just interested in learning more about our community to check those out of course you can check us out on instagram our website whatever um theshefactor.com at the she to find out about those events and then also we're starting to do quarterly summits we did our she cares wellness summit last october we had about three thousand women join us for that we did our she grad virtual she grad party back in may which was Incredible! We had 12,000 women at that. We had speakers like Bethany Hamilton and Caitlin Bristow and um, Ash the singer and Colby Calais, and mm-hmm. that was a really just fun day to celebrate the grads that didn't get a graduation last year. Mm-hmm. And then coming up in April next month, we are doing our She Leads Success Summit. So that's all about leadership development, personal development, really moving your way up as an emerging leader in the workspace. And then in July, we'll do our She Care. Sorry. She explores Lifestyle Summit and that will be hobbies, ac- community activism and engagement, um, really exploring the fun of your life. So we try to touch on all the things and the summits are a little bit more targeted towards professional women rather than our monthly events which are more broad and um, really open to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, you know, we have the podcast, a blog, a daily newsletter called The Daily She. Um, we really try to meet women where they're at. and. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means for them, you know, this, the woman who listens to the podcast is not necessarily the same woman who reads our newsletter, and vice versa. So, right. um, just trying to meet women where they're at, and like I said, it'll probably change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's great. I, I love, um, I love everything that you're doing. Um, so, what does the future look like for She Factor? Where are you, where do you see you guys heading um, from here?
1: Like I said, we're kind of in this fun space where we, we're getting to play. We have a lot of really huge potential partnerships coming up where we get to play with those and create really amazing experiences for women. I think the future of Factor is experience. It's experience and community, mm-hmm. whether that be a conference or a luxury retreat or a coaching program. It's about coming together as women and not only supporting each other, but empowering each other and walking this journey to growth and purpose together because that's where the magic happens. So just exploring what that means at different phases of where we're at in life right now. And it's fun to be where we're at, where we're, you know, we started a year and a half ago, almost two years, actually pretty much two years ago, it was in May. Um, And with the pandemic, we pivoted majorly and we were not planning on doing anything in the digital space at all. And then we thrived and it was, fun to see that come to fruition because now is the chance that we had that success we see what our community needs and now we get to play with that and really create fun products that serve our community the best that they can so Yes. That's uh the future is unclear, I guess. Just say, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's the beauty of the dream. It's
0: wide open. It's exactly. wide open, and you're ready to step in there and pivot or whatever. You're you're agile, so you're gonna yes. pivot and do what you need to do. I, love wow, that. I was
1: actually just talking to somebody about this right before I hopped on this podcast, and we were talking about how, you know, really big companies, media organizations, whatever they are what they're missing is this ability to pivot because there's so many moving pieces. Like you can't plan an event in two weeks because you have to go through the events team and then the marketing team and the sales team. And you have all these yeah. different moving pieces. Yeah. And the beauty of being a smaller team and a smaller company is that you really get to listen and engage with your audience and your customers. And you can make those changes quickly and you can serve your customer in a really unique and meaningful way. And Not that bigger companies aren't doing that, but it's, They're not able to do that at a faster rate, which right now in this world we're in, things are changing by the day. So you have to be able to keep up with that. And it's it's fun to play with. But, man, I do not miss those corporate days of all that (laughs) you have to jump through.
0: Yeah, they're not quite, you know, uh, quite as agile as someone who owns their own business. I mean, and I, you know, and I say that because. You know, agile was definitely like a buzzword where people oh yeah oh, I'm agile, I'm agile. But when the pandemic happened, you really saw who was really agile and who wasn't. You know, the people that struggled with working from home and working, you know, working remote. And, you know, so it was like, "Mm, you're not really agile. You can stop (laughs) using that. (laughs) Yes. So now we're gonna move into a part of the show that I really, really love and it's five things. So five things with Tori today. Um, it's just really allows the audience out there to sort of dig just a little bit deeper into that, to the minds of Tori and how do you, you know, the inner workings.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if you guys want to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, we'll always, do it. I always find it quite interesting. So one, I always start, how do you, how do you start the day, Tori? I know you're up early, so.
1: Yes. Yes. To be completely honest, some days my days don't start and end. I go into creative flows and sometimes that means i'm up all night sometimes that means i sleep until 10 o'clock and just start my morning slow i definitely love watching my morning news though that's kind of my everyday thing i'm a big e-news person i always wanted to be the host of e-news that was like my dream (laughs) um so i always have to have my daily pop e-news show on in the morning (laughs) right i do love that show um, what motivates you? I think it what really drives me is connection and even in recently learning about human design and my chart for astrology like it's plastered mm-hmm. all over that that I am a very relationship oriented being and what what motivates me more than anything is being able to serve others i'm I'm a giver I'm a guardian in chief actor silhouette terms so I love giving back and serving people and helping people however I can. Love that.
0: So let's see, what is your secret to creating a life that you love?
1: I should have an easy answer to this because it's the basis of my whole company, but I think the secret is discovering who you are and really figuring out what your strengths are, what motivates you. And the more you can do that, the clearer you can get on your vision and what you want to accomplish and what your dream life looks like. If you can craft your day, like literally make a dream schedule for your day based off of your strengths, the things that give you energy, the things that bring you joy. And maybe there's some things that don't, but you can stack them and create your life and your schedule based off of those things and put the things you don't enjoy in between. So you have the energy to do them. Um, So it's really about identifying who you really are and letting that lead you to create a life you love however that means in different phases of your life it's going to mean different things but Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of always coming back to the compass of who you are is the most important thing what's one thing you do um for self-care i'm a very creative person i love to create and Mm -hmm. i'm kind of exploring what that means for me for self-care right now i actually just had a session today with a self-care coach so um but i would say any sort of Creating. I love singing. I love dancing. I love writing and journaling. So I'm exploring what that means that for now it's hot bubble baths with Epsom salt and candles. And when I have the time and the space to create, that's definitely a deeper, more intentional version of my self-care.
0: And lastly, when you do end the day, <laughs> when you're not in a creative light, you know, creating, um, how do you
1: Um, in your days. How do I end my days? I again, like I said, love taking baths. I've always hated showers more than anything. So I'm always (laughs) been a bath person. So ending the perfect day would end with a bubble bath. And I love crawling into bed and my mind is very active, especially at night. Night, I'm a night owl for sure. So journaling, getting first getting all of my to-do list items out on paper, but then Mm -hmm. brainstorming and strategy and like getting the creative thoughts out of my head is really important to me. And even if that means, you know, creating in a different space like coloring or um, finding that relaxation within the creativity is really important to me. So as of recently, it's definitely journaling and and getting those thoughts done on paper. And on more fun occasions, I'd say coloring books and podcasts and I really love listening to audiobooks. So listening to an audiobook is the perfect way for me to end the day.
0: Nice. I like that. I like all of those things.
1: Thank you. That was Definitely. a lot. I feel like because I don't have like a very set every night thing, I've just yeah. got to listen all out, right?
0: Yeah. And you I mean I love that, you know, I mean really and truly it's like you shouldn't because like you said, you're different things are happening at different points of your life. So you just should be able to go into what you feel is what you need to do tonight right
1: um so i'm all about that flow girl yeah i just listen to whatever i need when i need it and i just go with it. <laughs> if that means that i am going on my peloton at 9 30 p.m that's yes. what it means. if it means that i am staying up all night to you know grind out my creative flow that's what it means and yeah, you know exactly. you kind of just got to let it happen
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's got to be just natural Um, a natural progression of what you need. So, all right. Well, let everybody know how they can find you online on social and how they can find your podcast.
1: Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Tori Ganahl. And there you'll find the behind the scenes of She Factor, the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, and a lot more detail behind the podcast. And of course you can find the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, but of The best place to really learn about it is probably coming to my Instagram page, The She Factor Podcast. And then for She Factor, at The She Factor on Instagram, it's everything purple all the time. And you can always just come here for inspiration, for tips, for tricks, all the things. And then, of course, our website, theshefactor.com. Awesome. Well, this
0: has been great. I could talk to you forever. You know. I know. <laughs>
1: well, I we're recording another podcast where you're going to be on mine yes. very soon. So yes. I can't well, wait. Yes,
0: super excited um, about that. Um, but I do wish you um, all the success. I mean, you have accomplished so much in your in such a short time, and I definitely will be rooting and supporting you in any way I can. And you can always come back here. Um, and and chat and and tell us what's going on in the future.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for creating the space and you're rocking it, girl. Congratulations on your launch and just doing all the things on top of doing so many other things. You're doing so great. So thank you. I admire you. I respect you. And I'm so happy that we crossed paths.
0: Yes, same to you, my friend.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) stay tuned, guys. I'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the Glow Grow Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thanks again to Tori for joining me today. If you want to learn more about Tori and She Factor, you can visit shefactor.com. You can also check out her podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to know anything about Glow Up Girl and you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us, visit our website at glowupgirl.com. You can also find us on Instagram, LinkedIn at Glow Up Girl and also YouTube. If you want to watch this interview, just head over to YouTube and search Glow Up Girl. Also, while you're there, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And then also, if you want to find us on Facebook, we are at Glow Up Girl ATL. So, as always, before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little Glowspiration. Today's quote comes from Kevin Go. That quote is, if you don't make the time to work on creating the life you want, you're going to eventually be forced to spend a lot of time dealing with the life you don't want. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care and thanks for listening, everyone.